Welcome, welcome to another episode of Building a Leadership Mindset. I'm your host, Nikki C, and I have the wonderful Brian Brogen here. He is a coach, trainer, and speaker with an emphasis on communication and team building. As a certified human behavior expert, Brian has a knack for developing teams and individuals, both personally and professionally. Brian works with organizations and individual individuals coaching and training using his experience, knowledge, tenacity, and sense of humor. Now, Brian is a founding author of Voices of Leadership, a collaboration of 40 diverse authors sounding their unique voice on leadership principles, and the best-selling author of The 100-Hour Pilot. Thank you so much for joining Bomb here, Brian. Um, yeah, it's amazing to have you. We had a virtual coffee a couple of weeks ago, and I just had to have you on my show. We speak the same love language when it comes to mindset and coaching. And yeah, just tell us a little bit about how all this started. Well, Nikki, it's great to be here on your show. I got so much energy from our coffee call we had a few weeks ago and glad that you invited me to be a guest. You know, it all started as a young guy that uh, barely graduated high school. In fact, I tell everyone I was looking for a job and I found a very rewarding career in construction. And, and from that, we started working with people and I, and I grew my career all the way from a laborer up to a vice president in a company. But what I realized I really liked doing was building people and growing and developing people and seeing people start off in the industry as a laborer and work their way up in supervision and just really excited about growing and developing people helping people learn to communicate better. Hey, how, how would it be if we all learned to have these issues resolved instead of just politicized and, and polarized? Yeah, definitely. Um, there's no sense in complaining because the work still has to get done, right? Um, so I right. love that mindset and that attack of just building that communication between people that, you know, just might not know exactly how to do that. So to to know that there are still coaches and trainers out there putting things together innovatively where we can all head to the same outcomes because we just want to, you know, get things done, provide excellent service and just be the best versions of ourselves. So thank you so much for that. Now, um, and you gave us some examples. Um, you gave us the part of the communication. Give us some examples of uh, things that you have witnessed on your work sites that you actually was able to kind of create something to replace uh, that fixed mindset about the communication. Yeah, I tell you one thing that, that in the construction industry, a lot of times uh, are these young men and, and now women that come into the industry, you know, they got something to prove. And, it, and it's so challenging, you know, to make them understand everyone else is trying to prove themselves. We need to work together. And so I use a little illustration about bricks. You know, when we're in the building industry, people understand and get it takes many bricks to make a wall and, and takes many walls to make buildings. And if we can all come together and intertwine, connect to each other, learn from each other, then we're not just a, a single brick that, that frankly is a paperweight. We become something that is useful to the team and we become interconnected using each other's strengths and each other's diversities to propel ourselves and our business forward. I love that illustration. That's definitely a great visual on how we all need each other in some way, shape or 
form. We can't do everything by ourselves. Sometimes we want to, but uh, we really don't have to. And that that's the beauty of partnering and, you know, just doing things with other people that might not think like you, that may have a thought that you never thought of before. Is that something that comes up with your clients and how do you attack that? It does. And when I think about that, I think about, you know, the old African proverbs that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with others and, and to help each other, you know, go far, you know, Hey, I can, I can do a sprint, but that's not going to be really good for a marathon. You're going to need training. You're going to need coaches. You're going to need all those things. If you're going to do a long duration and go in for the long haul and you're not going to be any good by yourself. Let's just face it. Uh, they, they say that uh, my way or the highway is a lonely road. So we need to be cautious and aware of others feelings and others strengths aware of our weaknesses and, and how we can have people come alongside us and help us to build each other up and grow and develop each other. It's just so important to realize that, Nikki, you have strengths that I don't have in your unique way. I like to say leadership is like DNA. We all lead differently. And that's one of the reasons we created the Voices for Leadership book is so that leaders could voice themselves in their own voice and their own leadership principles. And people could understand that you may connect with with several of the authors in the book and you may not connect with others. But that's why we do have the diversity piece and know that recognize that people bring different ways of communication and leadership into the business and into relationships. Perfect. Perfectly said. Um, definitely. I love when you shared that, you know it's better to go together, right? There's no way who wants to be at the top by themselves. Like that's no fun. Um, you get there, you get the success, everything that you're looking to do. And we all know it's never over, right? And you did uh, bring up a point that you're going to need coaches and mentors and things like that. So who are some of um, your coaches and how important it is to get a coach and have a coach? Yeah, it's so amazing to be coached and mentored by others. They see things that just, frankly, I don't see. And if I'm helping you, I'll see things that you don't see. You know, the old saying about, you know, you can't see the forest for the trees. That's, that's true for all of us. When we're staring at a problem directly, we can't see the solutions that are behind it and around it. But someone that comes alongside you and coaches and mentors you can help you see and have that peripheral vision and open your, your eyes up to hey, wait a minute, the answer's right here. And you, sometimes I'm dumbfounded how simple the answer is. I should have seen it all along, but frankly, we just, we can't if we're not using, having other people show us and guide us on the way and experience, people that are experienced in things that I'm just not experienced in, if they can help me and show me the way and lead me on a path they've already been on, that's going to save me time and effort and lessons learned that they can share with me that I don't have to learn the hard way. Exactly, exactly. And just share with us what type of um, coaching and training have you invested in and how many coaches do you have? And is it important to have more than one coach? You know, I, I really believe it is important to have multiple coaches. At this point, I've invested tens of thousands of dollars in, in, in coaching and training for myself. And that's helped me develop myself and grow myself and see potential in myself that now I can share with others on my podcast, the Build Your Success podcast, I like to say, build yourself and then build others. And so the whole idea is to create a foundation that you can stand on and help and pull others up. And so we love to do that and share that experience with others. I currently have two coaches 
that that guide me. One of them is in sales and the other one's in leadership. And both of those people, you know, just help me in those areas to refine and to and to push forward and grow and develop my experience so that I can help others. That's awesome. That's awesome. I have also invested tens of thousands of dollars just in the last two years to make sure that I am in the room with those people that have what I'm looking to have and really building my own community right now with ladies of leadership and with building a leadership mindset. My book comes out in January. So I think it's very important. I do have multiple uh, coaches because I, and everyone has a different viewpoint of what my possibilities are as well as my own. So it's so important to actually do that. So thank you so much for sharing the fact that you should have more than one coach and that you have invested in that. But let's go back um, to your book with uh, the 40 authors, um, Voices of Leadership. Can you just give us like some little sneak peeks of what that books have and how can we get our hands on it? Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you allowing me to do that. Before I do that, though, I do want to speak to those who can't afford a coach. You know, there are people out there that just don't have that kind of money to invest in themselves. But guess what? You can go buy a book. You can go buy a book at a thrift store. In fact, I when I see books that I recognize and authors I recognize in the thrift stores, I pick them up for three or four dollars. And a book can be a mentor to you. So just just want to get that out there. So someone just may not be able to invest hundreds or thousands of dollars but they can invest three or four dollars in a, in a hard book that they can share and read from and gain from others that have written books. So so that's a great lead into our book, the Voices for Leadership book with these 40 authors. You know, in my chapter, I wrote about harnessing your aggression. And, and I had a boss early on. I was probably 19 years old. And the boss told me, he said, Brian, you're a very aggressive person but you need to harness that aggression and use it in the right ways. In fact, I was just going off policy and off procedures, uh, trying to get things done. It was, it was in the effort to make things happen, but he wanted to guide me back and make me understand there's other people involved. You can't just bulldoze your way through and make things happen. You have to you know, consider what others are doing. So that was just a great lesson that I've shared with others. We also have first-time authors in the book, mothers that, that, that I got to sh- see pictures of them sharing the book with their child. That's an amazing experience and something I, I'm grateful they shared with me that experience where their, their child opens the book and says, mommy, you're in this book. So that's an amazing thing. And they wrote about different trials and struggles they've had in life and how they've been overcomers. Uh, just some amazing things. We had, you know, some write about diversity. The book has best-selling authors and first-time published authors. So 40 really diverse people uh, it's just a really great book. I, I was a, grateful to be the leader and founder of, but these other people came alongside me again. I needed them to create this book, and, and it's just we've created a community around it now. We're really thankful for that. Working on volume two, looking for authors for volume two. So I'm just trying to rinse and repeat and just get another message out there with, with new authors. That's awesome. That is amazing. Um, I, I just love hearing other people's story and coming off of the weekend that I just came off of with um, these amazing people that have coaches, have trainers, have speakers, and people that are just starting their journey and they don't know where to start. So first of all, thank you so much for even pointing that out that, you know, just a book can really 
at least ignite what you're trying to start. So I love that. Um, I've actually grown my library uh, since I've, you know, started networking and started joining these groups and started meeting people like you, Ryan, because everyone has a different insight. Everyone has a different book that, you know, really catapulted their career, gave them their aha moment that, you know, they were able to start generating uh, some, you know, income, some passive income and things like that, where they can now afford the coach for the right direction. So if you have to start somewhere, I would, you know, take Brian's suggestion, start with a book. If you need some, um, some titles, we'll definitely get that out there for you because there are some amazing um, authors out there that just have been through it all. Can you just name one of your, you know, books that, you know, really kind of steered a fire in your heart? Yeah. So I try to read one book a month. So they get all mixed up in my brain, but one of the greatest ones is uh, good to great. That's, that's what I love to read and recommend for folks to read. I also, because of my emphasis on communication, there's a book called crucial conversations. And I love to use that book to, to help people understand when it's time to have a crucial conversation, you know, there's time to pause, there's time to think about and, and really dive into and think through what you're going to say and what impact it's going to have. And so that's a, that's a great book. You know, again, when you're reading one a month, there's, there's hundreds now at this point in my library and uh, just, just learned a lot from a lot of books and, and, and taking nuggets, you know, you may read the whole book and capture two nuggets out of it, but it's worth those two nuggets uh, to, to get what you need in life. And it may, you know, just set you on a course that's, that's very profitable for you. That's awesome. So you have um, some signature speaking and workshop topics. Uh, talk about uh, executive uh, ex executing excellence with a plan, P-L-A-N. What does that stand for? Yeah. So you mentioned earlier about my book, The 100-Hour Pilot. So what I did at 40 years old, I decided I wanted to achieve a lifelong dream, and that was to become a pilot. And, in, and when we're doing uh, becoming a pilot, you learn about a flight plan. And so it's very important that you plan your flights. You talk about where, where you, what point A is, where you're starting, and where you want to get. And so I love that as an analogy for life about, hey, how am I going to get to where I want to be? I like to say, if you don't have a plan of where you're going, you may already be there. So, so think about that for a second. If you're stuck in life, there's probably a reason you haven't given much thought to it. I've heard many scholars say that we plan more for vacation than we do for life. You need to really think about that and create these plans. So I have the acronym plan. Purpose is the for the P. Length is L. So length is the L. And in length, we also talk about duration and cost. And then A is for action. In fact, I think this is the biggest and most important thing for people to learn is to take action. You can you can learn from whatever you try, but if you just only have your 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 plan in place and your purpose, but you never try anything, that's called the uh, paralysis analysis. You're always thinking about what you can do and why you can do it, and, but you also you know that mental block of why you can't do it. I would encourage you that action is very important, and then negotiate. So as I'm flying an airplane, things come up, weather may come up, different winds than I was expecting. Uh, the airport can be closed for some reason. So now I have to negotiate. I have to say, okay, well, I can no longer follow my exact plan, but what can I do to maneuver around, to change the plan a little bit and still 
come up with results I was after that final destination of what I wanted to achieve. And, and in flight, we have crosswinds. And so uh, the winds will blow us off course. We got to get back on course. Same thing with life, right? Sometimes we have things in life that blow us off course and we can't just make that the end of our dream, the end of our plan. We have to say, okay, this is fine. It may delay what I'm going to do, but I'm still going to achieve what I want to achieve and work hard through that. There's also checkpoints along a flight plan. So, you know, it's not just getting from here. Let's say Florida, if I wanted to come see you all the way in Pennsylvania, uh, there's going to be a lot of checkpoints along the way to make sure I'm on course and on track. And, and when I have that, I can celebrate those small milestones. I can say, hey, I have made it to Georgia. I have made it to North Carolina on my way to Pennsylvania. And so that'll help you recognize where you're going. You're, you're meeting the time requirements. You're meeting the fuel requirements. And in life, hey, don't you need some fuel from time to time to just charge into you and give you what you need? So we got to stop and get fuel. So that's what we do. We use that planning and flight planning around an analogy for planning for goals and planning for life. Oh, that's beautiful. And I love what you said about checkpoints. Checkpoints are so crucial to your growth that sometimes you have to, I call them self-assessments and I think we should do them quarterly as a business owner at just in our personal life. And it took me 15 years being in corporate America to finally say, you know what, let me do a self-assessment of the last 15 years. And if I would have did that quarterly, I probably wouldn't have lasted 15 years in corporate America and probably would have went full steam ahead of the way I'm doing now. But things all happen for a reason. And I do believe that God kept me there uh, in that time to really realize that um, you had to go through these things. You had to experience these things because these are the things that you're going to be able to share. And I love when you say that you, you know, as a coach, uh, as a mentor, as a trainer, that you use your experiences and how crucial is when they come into the coaching and training, sometimes they that don't have the coach someone. But if you've done something long enough, and you have the experience, obviously it's good to have education, you know, the experiences we you know, self-development, personal development, but just how experience is something go through that
It is. Okay. What was the last? Hi, Nikki. I apologize. No, it's okay. What was the last thing? About experience. You were asking about, you were asking about experience is what I, well, the last thing I heard. So you will start that question over about experience. Yep. So you, thank you so much uh, for that. So you talked about experience and that you went through experiences in your life. And it was so, for me, it's so important for people to understand that that is enough to coach someone. And it's good to have those accolades and, you know, self-development, professional development and all that good stuff. But just share with us, what are some experiences that you take into your training and when you're coaching your clients? Nikki, I love this question because I like to tell people you can't train experience. You have to experience experience. And the way you frame that, talking about how people have experiences that they need to share with others, I love that. I have people sometimes say, you know, why should I have a podcast? Why should I write in a book? Why should I do these things? And I'm like, because only you can give your voice. Only you can give your experience. No one else can do it. It's, it's up to you. And so we have this, this diversity of experience. And to use it, that knowledge, as you shared, some of the simplest things other people need to, that you think are simple because they become easy for you or what other people need to hear to advance them and to help them and use those stepping stones. Again, back to my little brick analogy, you know, small things lead to big things. And so if we can help others and show others the way through our, what's, what's today a small step for you was a hurdle for you years ago. And if you can help someone else get over that, you've just led them in, in a way that's going to just help them immensely and propel them. Maybe they get to do it faster than you did it because of your help and guidance. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much for that. And it's so, I always say like, I'm all about leaders building more leaders because that's really what it all encompasses. That's my mission. Um, if I became a leader for my own life and I'm trying to lead, uh, in building people up, I want them also to do the same, to pay it forward, to that continue that cycle where, you know, they were in a slump at one time, they were just not believing in themselves. And now they've gained this um, immense, you know, courageous part of themselves that now they can lead and now be able to, again, continue to build that and build leaders. What, how important is it? And I love that, you know, again, that there's coaches and trainers like you that are out there building on just something something just beautiful from, again, your experience, your knowledge, your tenacity, and your humor. We had a fun uh, chat. Sometimes people are just too serious about life that, you know, though we have to be serious, how important is it for us to love what we do and love ourselves while we're doing it as well? Even if things are not perfect, because sometimes we strive for perfection and that's not really what leadership is. Leadership is not perfect. So can you touch on what you think about that? Absolutely. You know, you mentioned that executing excellence. Notice I chose excellence and not perfection. None of us are perfect. We're never going to be perfect. We're always going to have mistakes and shortcomings, but we can strive for excellence. And, and for me, that means getting better every day. For me, that means trying hard to be a better person than I was yesterday, a better leader than I was yesterday, a better parent than I was yesterday. And so it's just exciting to know we have that opportunity. 
when we make mistakes, back to that negotiation piece, hey, I made a mistake, own up, you know, and help others realize that transparency and that vulnerability that you're just as human as they are. And, and we all make mistakes and let's, let's correct and move forward. Awesome. Perfectly said. Couldn't have said it better myself. And I'll just go into one last question and I'll have you close us out and, you know, share your information, how people can get in touch with you. But you did mention um, to be a better dad, to be a better husband or whatever that is, be a better family person. But a lot of people um, that I know do not move forward or don't take action on what their real goals and dreams are because they are so in tune with serving others. Have you ever had because, you know, they were in time away from their family or something was stopping them and those barriers, um, specifically about family and why they, you know, don't have the time or don't have the money uh, to really invest in themselves. Can you share anything on that? Yeah, I think sometimes our sacrifice for others limits what we can do to grow and develop ourselves. You can only do that for a certain period of time and you have to you know give back to yourself you have to take time for yourself take time for self-reflection and it's and it's not um I'm trying to think of the word i want to use here um it, it's not selfish to do that in fact it's self-helping it's self-help to do that and the other thing you mentioned about you know not having time for family you know there's this myth about work-life balance you can never balance work and life in fact, I had a guest on our Build Your Success podcast that said work-life harmony. And what I took from that is when I'm in the moment, so when I'm spending time with Nikki, it's all about Nikki. When I'm spending time with my daughter or my wife or my sons, it's all about them. It doesn't have to be two hours. It can be 20 minutes, but that 20 minutes is dedicated to them. And, and so you got to be careful. Hey, when I go out to dinner with my family now, the phone stays in the vehicle because I don't need to have a conversation with anyone else at that time. And, and nothing is so important that, I, that I'm going to be distracted by it while I'm trying to have dinner with my family. So, you know what, that one hour is going to be, if there's been some emergency, I'll jump on it immediately after that family dinner. That's perfect. I love you. Thank you so much for that. I, I just love that answer because we, we can't make excuses anymore. We absolutely have to start taking action and being selfish so that we can be selfless for everybody else. So um, thank you for that. Any final words and how can we get a hold of you, Brian? How can our listeners, uh, you know, just touch base with you in any way? Well, Nikki, I appreciate that. And you asked earlier and I didn't answer it. It was a will answer it now, how to get the book. So the easiest way is to go to Amazon and look for Voices for Leadership. And, and the book currently is about 10 bucks on Amazon. So they got it down discounted. However, if you'll join the Voices for Leadership community, I like to say, if you've ever read a book and you always wanted to ask the author questions, we've created where you can do that. And so for your listeners, and if they'll just contact me, Brian B at buildcs.net, but join the VFL community. It's vflcommunity.com. You get a trial membership for $1. So you can try it for one month. We already have eight archived 
interviews of about 15 of our authors that you'll be have access to immediately. Uh, but then above that, you know, after you decide to stay on board with us, it's $34 a month. It's basically a coaching program for $34 a month because you can read it, the chapter, and hear from the author. And we just love that we've created this community around that. But for your audience, if they'll if they'll email me after they've signed up, uh, I'll send them a free copy of the book. So if you sign up for the, for the trial membership, I'll send you a free copy of the book. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for that. Listeners, I hope you are taking notes. Write it down. It definitely will be in the description. Thank you so much, Brian, for your time, for uh, sitting down and chatting with me again. It's been an absolute pleasure. Again, I love what you stand for, um, how you are really um, just building this beautiful community of individuals that can share, receive, and just all that good stuff. Thank you so much for your time. It's been an honor for sure. Thank you, Nikki. I thoroughly enjoyed it. We're looking forward to having you on our podcast, the Build Your Success podcast that's coming soon. Thank you. Yes. Awesome. And any final words, because I know you said uh, you gave us how to reach you, but any final words you want to leave with the listeners? I'll just say how I end my podcast, build yourself and then build others. And again, my email address is brianb at buildcs.net. Hey, my phone number is 863-800-9658. Give me a call. I'd love to hear from you. Awesome. Thank you so much. I will be also locking in that number because I'm sure that we will be talking very, very soon, not only on your podcast, but see how we can, you know, partner up and build more beautiful, amazing leaders because our generation needs it. Um, Our new generation coming up needs it and our children's children's generations need it. So thank you so much. Thank you again, everyone, for listening to another episode of Building a Leadership Mindset. You can reach me at buildingaleadershipmindset.com and Brian's information will be in the descriptions. Definitely comment, subscribe, get more information and connect with him if something touched you and you want to learn more. So as always, have a great day and always make it count. Bye now.